We're talking exchange-traded funds with Tom Lydon, the Chief Executive Officer at ETFTrends.com. Welcome to the ETF of the Week. Tom Lydon, it's great to chat with you again. Chuck Jaffe, great to be back, sir. Tom, your ETF of the Week is... The Alarian Energy Infrastructure ETF, ticker symbol ENFR. ENFR, the Alarian Energy Infrastructure ETF. An interesting pick that, oh, by the way, gets off the chart Lipper leader scores and the rest. So this is a fund pretty well established with a great track record. Why this fund now? Well, we're looking at energy prices, Chuck. I know it's been a cold winter back in the Northeast where you are with prices continuing to tick up there. And as we look at energy and the infrastructure aspect here in the U.S., these midstream companies transport, process, and store different types of fuel. And it's a crucial role, but it also generates predictable fee-based revenues. So if you're looking for areas to protect yourself around inflation, if you feel that energy prices are going to continue to rise, if you're looking for cash flow and regular income, this is something to definitely consider the energy infrastructure space, especially during times where fixed income is challenged and there's concerns among the advisor community about current equity valuations. When we're talking energy infrastructure, we are talking what would be considered midstream companies. Again, that's the companies that are transporting the oil. Is this a case of you'd rather own the toll takers than the explorers and the producers? It is to a certain degree, Chuck. And the great thing is it's not just crude oil that's going down these pipelines. It's natural gas as well. So whatever side of the fence you're on, it's got a little bit for everybody. And that's really, really important. The plumbing of the energy infrastructure within the U.S. is key and critical, and these companies are behind it. These companies are also generating a pretty nice yield, above 6.5% the last time I checked. So obviously, yield-hungry investors are going to want that, but it's not as great a real return given how high inflation is. So what's the expectation here in terms of how much of the total return will be based on yield versus based on stock price growth. Chuck, you're being a little bit picky here. You know, when you're saying, hey, inflation's at seven and you're getting six on a yield, you're not really cutting it. The big question is, what is cutting it out there? So with the idea, especially when you look at the ag, for example, which was down last year, and now with the tenure climbing up above 1.8, that doesn't bode well for mortgage-backed securities and, and treasuries and that type of thing. We're in a bit of a scramble on the fixed income side for sure. You and I have talked a lot about the fact that many people who might have been 60-40 allocators, 60% 60 in equities and 40% in fixed income, maybe are moving more of that 40 over to either equities where they can get greater dividends or cash or short duration bonds or alternative income strategies like we're talking about today. So I think for the first time in a long time, maybe back to the financial crisis, Chuck, you and I are seeing that there's a lot of money in motion 
And boy, I mean, I'd love to be able to have something that's guaranteed to keep up with inflation at this point from a yield standpoint. But the crazier you get on that yield option opportunity landscape, obviously, the more risky that can be. So diversification is more important than ever. I'm not being critical of the yield, Tom. Anything that's paying six and a half percent, I think you can sign me up for it. You just want to make sure that you're actually still going to get a real return beyond that if that's what you're going for. Now, folks who might go for this, this is a case where as well as this fund has done for a while, it did dip down below the 200-day moving average not that long ago and then only popped back above it right as we got into 2022. So is this a 200-day moving average play? I think it definitely could be, Chuck. And yes, if you look at any area of the marketplace that got damaged more than others, it was energy during COVID. It suffered greatly and it took a long time to come back. But as you point out, now with this new uptrend in place and concerns about rising interest rates and inflation and seeing energy prices increase, it's something to consider if you don't have an allocation to this area. It's non-correlated to equities. It's non-correlated to fixed income. And I think diversification is going to be the word of 22. And this might diversify you further. It's ENFR, the Alarian Energy Infrastructure ETF, the ETF of the week from Tom Lydon. Tom, always great to chat with you. Looking forward to it again next week. See you next week, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production between ETFtrends.com and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yep, I am Chuck Jaffe. You can learn all about my hour-long weekday podcast on your favorite podcast app or by going to moneylifeshow.com. To learn all about exchange-traded funds, there's no better place than ETFtrends.com. The site is on Twitter, at ETFtrends, and Tom Lydon, their chief executive, my guest, well, he's on Twitter personally, and you can follow him at Tom Lydon. The ETF of the week is available for you every Thursday. We hope you will follow along and make sure you don't miss anything by subscribing via your favorite podcast app. And if you have time, we'd love it if you would leave us a review, because they really do help. Until next week, and on behalf of Tom Lydon and ETF Trends, I am Chuck Jaffe saying... Happy investing, everybody. We'll see you again next week.